Welcome to the Fowler's Roost Podcast, a hunting and fishing talk show bringing you professional outdoor guiding adventures, trending news, product reviews, and tips from industry experts. So take a load off, settle in, and stay a while with your host, professional hunting and fishing guide and lifelong outdoorsman, Captain Jay Barnes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number seven of the Fowler's Roost podcast. If you're a gun nut, you should pay close attention as I talk to gun enthusiast and gun shop owner, Mike Smith of SNS Sales in Auburn, New York. We're talking about the current situation in guns and ammo market and hear him give advice to new gun owners on the process and steps that need to be taken to purchase a gun in today's world. This episode of the Fowler's Roost podcast is brought to you by the Fowler's Roost Lodge. For your lodging needs in the Finger Lakes, check out thefowlersroost.com or call 315-406-4763 to book your stay today. Professor Duck Waterfall Identification Series, The Wing Tells the Story. Get your copy or download today at duckidtraining.com and by SNS Gun Sales. For all your gun and ammunition needs in New York State, contact them at 315-730-7512 or visit them at newyorkgunsforsale.com. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you here. I like to do, you know, tell the folks, uh, listeners, a, a little bit of history behind, uh, you know, you and I and, and how we met and not only in the professional world, but as far as friends, you know, yeah. and uh, our, our families actually long, long time ago, your mom and my mom were pretty tight and hung around together. Well, they were in, in high school together. Yeah. So that was way before we came along. That's right. That's so. right. And then uh, as that all progressed in, uh, in, in the hunting and fishing world. You were working on the uh, on the mud boats. Yep. And uh, I got involved with Johnny D when he was with Backwater Marine. Yep. And John's been a, a friend of my family's for many years. Many and years. Yep. So yep. it yep. was it was uh, it was destined to all the Goombas, the Italian community oh, yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hard yeah. to keep them apart. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you know, with, with your knowledge of mud motors, when Johnny sold me my first. Uh, gator tracks with the mud buddy you know what i mean you're kind of my go-to guy when it comes to yeah, quest it, questions and mechanics and there, there's many people had many questions yeah they were they were definitely somewhat new to the area right right and and as you know as years gone by and, and as much work as i've done and doing my own maintenance now you know running the putting as many hours on that motor as i do and now i've upgraded to uh you know the the, the big 25th anniversary 50 horse yep. you know with the big cam in it and efi it's a the efi makes it a little harder to work on for me because you gotta have a computer but yeah it's but it, it's nice to sound like a motorcycle going yeah down it's there. pretty it's pretty neat it's pretty neat but uh so as of late recently uh how many years have you had the gun shop sns sales so it's been this is our 11th year right now 11th year yep yep, yep. Bought many guns and many, many piles of ammo boxes oh, yeah. I bought there for oh, sure. Yeah. Many phone calls when the shortages were getting low. Yeah, I don't doubt that. So, you know, let, let's get right into, uh, you know, some of the questions that I think a lot of our listeners would have is, you know, current situation with the firearm uh, market and, and in there, you know, a few things like 
the higher prices, the shortages of guns and ammo, uh, and, and being prepared prior to these types of situations, you know, where, where, where are we at with the, you know, the current situation right now? So uh, unless you, unless you live under a rock or, or you have nothing to do with firearms in general, everybody knows that it's a, it's a volatile market right now for everything, including firearms, ammunition, all your reloading supplies. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the, the current situation is, uh, it, it's difficult. Um, you know, many of your big box stores are are running dry on a lot of the most popular calibers, uh, um, whether it be rifle or shotgun or pistol ammo, um, even even the uh, firearms in general, they're coming back. Um, they're they're starting to show in our shop more frequently. Mm -hmm. But for a while, you know, we'd have thousands of dollars of merchandise on back order, and who knows when it's going to show up? Right. Nobody just, nobody has a real answer. No, no. I mean, uh, it's just. Um, you would have to just play a waiting game, right? Everybody's on a waiting list and hopefully you get called that you're, that what you were looking for came in. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, you know, recently on uh, the outdoor channel, uh, some of the major ammunition manufacturers really getting mad and, and coming right to the people via, uh, to, you know, their television shows on the outdoor channel saying, Hey, look at, let's curb the rumors here. Uh, you know, they're, they're sick and tired of hearing that, that they're not making this and they're not making that and and uh they're they're just tired of it so they got they got mad and they put a whole show out mm -hmm. where they brought you right into the factory and showed you that they're running full tilt they're two two three five five six they're nine millimeters they they're, were they were running more than full tilt. yeah i mean wide open 24 7 365 and everything that was coming off the off the belt you know and into the box when that box come off that uh you know, roll rack to the truck, that box was spoken for. Or already paid for. Or yeah, right. Or yeah. already paid for. And and there's no the warehouses have been have been depleted a long time ago. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as a warehouse anymore. No. When that stuff comes off the shelf, it goes right to the consumer. Yeah. And it, it, as far as the uh you know as far as the the rumors in the beginning it was tough to tell uh you know was was COVID really hindering the the production maybe you know maybe the first two, three, four months. But uh, after a while, um, the manufacturers, especially for ammo, were putting out more than they ever did. And the, the real issue with the, uh, with the shortages, especially ammo-wise, was the consumer. Right. If, if, uh, if, if the consumers would have just bought at random, you know, but, but not hoarding, right. there would have been enough for everybody. You know, some things would have been short here and there. Sure. But it's but it would have never hit bare shelves or, or right. box limits. Right, right, right. And you know, we did it to ourselves, you know, those who, who got nervous or weren't prepared. Yeah. You know, right. The, the time to prepare is not uh when you need it. You need to be prepared well in advance of when you actually need yeah. supplies. You know, it's 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 prior to these types of situations. Mm -hmm. You need to be prepared on the regular. Yep. Um, you know. If we, we never, you know, of course, you never saw it coming. You know, I, I'm, I'm in a shortage as far as, uh, you know, sporting clays loads, you know, trap and skeet loads. Yeah. Uh, love to shoot five stand. I'm, I'm now back into it a couple days a week. Even, yep. you know, started shooting Sundays. Got the league at Salmon Creek Sportsman's Club. Uh, you know that that uh, early spring, late winter league that they have there. What a fun time that was! Oh yeah, and everybody is crying about not being able to find shells. And their big supplier, who they used to used to carry, uh, you know, an eighteen wheeler load of pallets 
of multiple different, uh, you know, shot sizes and, and uh, you know, different weights, uh, ounce and an eighth, uh, one ounce, seven eighths ounce. Now you're down to, you know, you're paying top dollar for a, a seven eighths ounce, 12 gauge load. Yeah. And it's the only thing that's available. I mean, stuff that was for a for a regular box of twenty five rounds of uh, trap loads that should have been five fifty or six bucks is thirteen. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. more than doubled. Right, and right. We and every, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate that that happens, but I I have seen firsthand what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it's kind of sad. I mean, the guys that I work with, that you know, just regular everyday workers with my regular job. Uh, they can't find rounds to to bring their kid out in the woods to go hunting right. or, you know, for deer. Right. Or they're looking for loads just for squirrels and rabbits mm -hmm. and they can't find them. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at me, a, a gun owner, hunting enthusiast, uh, avid shooter. I, li I like to go out and plink like the next guy does. I've basically sold everything but my old lever action 22 just because it's too it's too darn expensive to go do it anymore. I know. And, if, and that, that just takes the fun out of it. And if you're thinking about getting into reloading now, now is not the time. Yeah. You know, the one that if you can find the components, great, but the the prices of powder are, are way up right now, mm -hmm. which they'll come back down. But if, if you weren't ready to reload before go look at a box of primers right now for a thousand primers that should run you 40 bucks and they're 300 right you know right if you can get them if you can get them yeah right right you know so it's tough yeah absolutely well you know let's get on to uh talking about the new new gun owners and uh you know why do they want to own a gun uh, some of the questions you know what what uh, you know home defense hunting target uh in different types and styles of each and uh and and maybe we don't get into what the process of buying a gun is and uh what do, what do they need to know all right well i'll start with the process first so if you're if you're a new gun owner or a new handgun owner or you know just getting into uh owning a gun in general you know the first thing you want to think about is all right what do i want the gun for mm -hmm. you know is it just uh there's a lot of people that own guns and all they do is shoot paper right um there's a lot of people like us that, you know, we'll target shoot all day long. We'll hunt all day long. Right. But we're also going to defend ourselves all day long. Sure. So, um, and then there's people that only own guns to defend themselves, mm -hmm. which they're all good reasons, but you need to figure out what you want it for first and then try to gear um, your, your mindset and what you're going to buy around what you're doing it for. What you're doing it for. Yeah. You know, you know, as well as I do way back when one shotgun did a lot of things. Right. But America's Today, America's meat and potato gun, the yeah. Remington 870, would cover you yep. for anything that you wanted to do. My my grandfather's Model 12 went out and killed ducks and geese, and then with the 30 inch barrel, full choke, they shot slugs through them. Yep, and they killed their deer with them. It was fine. But today's a little bit different, you know. Um, so knowing what you're what you're getting into it for, and and uh, and then try to base your purchase on that is the first step I would do. Um, you know, if you're looking to get into uh, uh, defense. I would suggest first off, um, if you can find any classes out there that uh, that offer, you know, maybe some self defense training or at least some uh, some um, firearm training in general, right. would be a would be a good plus. There's uh, there there's no reason to own something that you don't know how to use. Right. You're not going to go buy a car if you don't know how to drive it. Exactly. You know. So mm -hmm. that would be another thing that I would look at. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then when, when you're actually in the store, so if you come into my shop. Um, even you never purchased a gun before. So let's say you're going to get a long gun. So you'll come in, you know, we'll talk for a while. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll assess what you're looking for. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I don't like to be taken advantage of. 
we definitely get people in there that don't know what they're looking for and they pick up the most expensive thing they can find. Yeah. And then you listen to them talk and the experience isn't there. Right. Now, if they're dead set on it and that's what they want and they don't want to hear no for an answer, that's right. great. But if I can, if I can steer you into something that's going to be more beneficial, right. That's what we're going to go for. Yeah. So, um, you know, once you've found a gun that you want, um, I, I take a copy of your driver's license. You got to prove to me that you're 18 to begin with mm -hmm. for a long gun. 21 for a handgun uh, with a permit in New York state. You'll fill out the, uh, the 4473 form, which is a, uh, a federal form uh, questionnaire on your personal background. And then um, we'll take that information. We'll call the uh, national instant criminal background check system. And usually within five, 10 minutes, you know, we've got the, the go ahead delay or denied. Right. And we go from there. Sure. So it's a, uh, it's a fairly easy process. Uh, you know, a little bit of paperwork. I've done it. I countless amount of times, probably more than my wife would like to know about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's many wives out there that would, would yeah. love to know how many forms are yeah, actually filled how, out. How many of those Nick's checks have been filled out, no doubt. Yeah. But uh yeah, fairly, fairly easy process, you know. It is. Um and if you know if there's anything, any questions about the paperwork, you can always ask the person behind the counter, no matter what store you're in. Um, there's uh, there's explanations of the questions that are on the form farther back in the form. So if you wanted to look into something, you know, if there's a question in your mind, not everybody's perfect, but it doesn't mean that you can't own a gun if you're not perfect. Right. So just because you may have had a history doesn't mean you're totally shut out. So learn the questions, try to make the best decision based on the explanation for the questions. And the number one thing is do not lie on the form. Right. So that, right. that would be the biggest thing I could tell anybody. Yep. You know, if you had a problem, great, no big deal. I'm not going to look at you any different, but don't lie on the form. Yeah. There's always somebody else checking once we call in and give them your name and address. Right. That uh, they'll know. Right. So they'll, they know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt that they know. They do. Right. So on the home defense end of things, um, options, calibers, best ones out there, best ones for the new shooters. What, what are your suggestions in, in, uh, in today's day and age on the home defense end of things? Well, seeing that we just left the, uh, um, you know, what to, what to expect when you buy your first gun, let's go with the, the new shooters first. Sure. So if, uh, if, if you're getting something solely for, for home defense and you're not a, uh, you're not a seasoned shooter, the, the best gun you can have is a shotgun. Uh, they're, they're easy to learn. They're easy to shoot. And at the distances that, God forbid you need to use it inside the house. You really don't even have to aim. Right. You know, it's just point and shoot. So, um, you know, it's going to be better for neighbors. If, if you did have to use it, the shot's going to probably go through one wall, but it's probably not going to exit the house and possibly hit a neighbor. Sure. You know, if you're, if you're in a uh, more residential environment. Right. So I would suggest anything from a 410, you know, uh, 20 gauge. I, I keep a 20 gauge in the house, you know, sure. for, for myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, my wife, the kids, they all know how to use it, yep. you know, it, and it's a, it's a simple gun. The recoil is not bad. Right. And, and you're good to go. Sure. Um, you know, and then you got, uh, your, uh, your handguns. There is a million options out there for handguns. Yeah. You know, the, the home defense ones, you could get a little bit more creative than you would for doing your, uh, your carry concealed. Um, but, uh, what about the, uh, one that comes to mind, you know, we're just talking about the 410 shotguns. What about the judge? The 410 handgun. Oh, it's, it's great. Perfect. What, yeah. what a what a, a dual purpose, yeah. Uh, you know, or a multi-use handgun that uh, I mean you can shoot your you can shoot two and a half inch, uh, some of them come three inch, yep, for your 410 loads and your 45 long colt, your yeah. your cowboy action cow, cow. Sure, sure. And a and a and a multitude of 
home defense rounds for that gun as well, right? Oh yeah, you can regular straight shot. You can get the uh, the ones with the copper discs in there that look like clay pigeons with yeah. a couple BBs on top or below. Yeah, and it, there's a there's a wide range yeah. for the 410. Multitude of things you can buy there and ammo for home defense. Yeah, and, and just because it's a 410, I mean, I don't want to get hit with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't no. know any I don't know anybody who would say they would. Yeah, right. So right. absolutely, it, it's not a bad option. Um, you know, and then and then you carry. Uh, obviously the whole gamut of uh, firearms, the long, you know, long, long guns and handguns. We've got the uh, everything from waterfowl to turkey to, you know, pheasants and ducks and geese. And you've got uh, your deer rifles. You've got your, uh, I'm sure you carry some black guns in there too. Right? Oh, yeah. Everybody likes to talk about the AR-15s and, yep. uh, and the multitude of things that you can do with them. They're uh, they're worse than a Jeep when it comes to parts. You can put anything on them you want to buy. Right? Yes, yes. And, and some people get a little too excited with them when they first get them. That we got to change the hubcaps, we got to change the grill on it. Just yeah, yeah. Shoot it first. Right. So right. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, you're right now. I would say probably your most your most popular ca caliber for uh, for home defense or carry is going to be your nine millimeter. Nine mil. Yeah. But that's also the most popular ammo. Sure. The, the hardest to get right now too. Yeah. It is coming back, but uh, the 380, the 9, 40, and 45, those are going to be your your four main calibers sure. that, uh, that will take care of any any defense uh, home or away from home that you could ever need. The, um, oh, there's one other thing I was going to ask you when I get into uh, the, the home. We've covered that home defense pretty decent. Yep. Um, when it comes to um, the time frames now, and when do you think this is the stuff is it's going to start changing and we're going to start seeing a little more ammo? What what are you what are you seeing? What are you hearing? It's it's changing now because we're getting our shipments are getting larger. You know, okay, we're we're getting uh, we're usually getting deliveries about four to five times a week and they're getting bigger uh, every week. Okay, so instead of getting um, you know four or five boxes of two two three and and four or five boxes of nine, now they're starting to come back in by a thousand at a time. I got you. Not as often as we want. But you know, maybe we'll get a, a thousand five five six every two weeks right now. Yeah. So so they're coming back. Starting starting to happen now. It's a it's a slow a slow but sure return. Basically, is what you're saying. I would assume that now that everybody has stocked up what they could and the price of everything else going up, the the fun buying or the impulse buying is gonna is gonna slow down. Yeah. And. You're going to see more of a surplus of, of product. And, and those and, people that need it are going to have a chance to get a hold of it as opposed to, yeah. the, you know, the ones that are stockpiling. I don't know how long it's going to take for the price to come down, but I would say by, you know, deer season for us, you know, November, that uh, we should start to see a balance come back around the next few months. Right, right. Well, that'll be a that'll be a welcome sight for sure. Um, Mike, I greatly appreciate your time. That's all we're going to have time for today on the Fowler's Roost podcast here. Uh, glad to have you here with SNS Sales and, uh, you know, really appreciate what you've done for, for me over the years and, and business and whatnot. And uh, we like to tell people to go visit you and, and do business with you because you're a good man and, and you run a good, honest business. And uh, I appreciate you sitting in with me tonight. And I'm going to have you back again for another episode uh, and, and we'll talk a little bit more in depth on uh, some waterfowl guns, maybe some turkey guns. And, uh, and then even again for, you know, the deer hunting and stuff and, and what you've, you know, got available and what you guys like to, to see go out the door and help people with, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm open to all of it. Appreciate it very much. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm.
If you'd like to listen to more episodes on demand, please visit the Fowler's Roost podcast.podbean.com. For interest in guided hunting or fishing trips with Captain Jay, please visit FrontenacFowlers.com or call 315-406-4763. For lodging accommodations during your stay in the Finger Lakes, visit thefowlersroost.com.